Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking fit babes. Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. We are talking about dining out, having the best time of your life, eating the foods that you love, but also how to be on track, how to be disciplined, because depending on how often you go out, your strategy and approach might differ. And can I just say, as a registered dietitian, I completely see with clients all the time this belief that eating out is toxic and negative and will hold them back. And in fact, diet programs condition us to think that eating out is the worst possible thing we can do for our goals. It has to be avoided at all costs. But I need to be honest with you. This hot and healthy woman you want to be, does she go out to eat when she has her dream body? Does she live her life and love food? Can she be a foodie? The answer is yes. You can be a foodie and still lose weight. It may take sacrifice. It may take planning. It may take relearning what balance really means to you. But girlfriend, if you want to be the hottest and healthiest version of yourself, and it includes having a social life, it includes enjoying the holidays with your family, it enjoys traveling to new places, and it enjoys actually enjoying food, the goal is not to avoid eating out on your weight loss journey. It's actually understanding and relearning how to eat out so it can fit your body goals and fit your lifestyle for the rest of your damn life. Okay, getting into the juicy goodness of this episode, guys, I'm actually so excited to sit down with you and have this conversation because truthfully, if you guys know a little bit about my story, if you're new around here, I'll get you up to date, but I used to be very restrictive before becoming a dietitian. In fact, while I was studying nutrition, both in my undergrad and my master's degree, I was one of those people literally just like you. Like when I say I was just like you guys, I don't think you understand when I say that. Like I used to restrict my food intake. I used to obsessively think about exercise. I thought the littlest amount of food was the best amount of food. I would do everything in my power to try to control my food intake, but then I would have moments where I felt really, really restricted, and it reached this point on my journey where I had lost the weight, but there was just no way I was going to keep it off with the same approach, and that's when I knew something had to completely change, which is why I think back to moments in college when I didn't want to go to happy hour, which, by the way, guys, I went to Florida State, and down in Florida, happy hour is like the biggest freaking thing. The fact that I wouldn't be my fullest self in college because of going out and being so scared about the calories, both in alcohol or even the calories getting dinner with my now husband when he would invite me out to like little date nights and stuff. It's just so crazy. I didn't live my fullest life. And I really regret that portion of my life specifically because I feel like I didn't live my life to the fullest, which is why it's my mission now as a professional and dietitian where I want every woman not just to not make the same mistakes that I have made 
decade, but also really understand that this journey does not have to be restrictive. And in fact, if it is restrictive and you can't go out to eat, these are real, real intense problems that we really have to address head on. You're not going to become the hottest version of yourself if you don't deal with these problems along the way. And this is painful fucking work. It's harder to address your problems head on instead of avoiding it and not going out to eat your entire weight loss journey. But we have to understand the balance between discipline and restriction when it comes to going out to eat and how to really fit this into our lifestyle. And on the topic of discipline versus restriction, I have a lot of videos on this inside of the membership, but actually my Shakira babes inside of 90 day fit Bay body, that group, there is one woman who's actually coming on the podcast soon where I actually talked about on our group coaching call about this idea of restriction versus discipline. Restriction is something very intense where you are purposely avoiding something out of fear. It's out of scarcity of not wanting something bad to happen where discipline is you actually having the choice not to have something. And it's maybe yes for the greater purpose of what your goal is, but it comes with the intention of understanding why you're cutting it out or why you're avoiding it. And it's not so much about deprivation. It's more about being disciplined and not just having something just because it's in front of you. And I think this conversation actually perfectly connects to the going out to eat piece because you can lose weight eating out. However, it is going to differ person to person based upon a few variables that we're going to go over today. And the first one is really how often you guys can go out to eat. And I really like to start with this piece when we're talking about eating out and losing weight because how often you go out to eat is really going to impact your approach at restaurants and even the restaurants you may try to select on your weight loss journey. So typically speaking, the more you eat at home, the more control and precision you have around your food intake. I will say the majority of your meals being at home, I think is a healthy habit in general. I never want my clients hundred percent dependent on other people for food. I want you to have the skills to know your portions, how to make quick and efficient meals at home, even with your busy schedule. So you know how to fuel your body the right way. That's it on a weight loss journey. I really view eating out one, maybe considered as part of your lifestyle. Say it's a work event, a work function, a business meeting, or even something quick and easy on the go to kind of spice up your week. But it also is really considered something fun and enjoyable and food brings people together. It could be a holiday, a celebration. I know right now we're after the holiday season, so we might not be thinking of that, but especially come Christmas and Thanksgiving and when the holidays come back around next year, you guys definitely know food, family, and culture is so related. But it also is a way that we celebrate and celebrate events all throughout the year. And it's something that should be enjoyed and can be a great way to get outside of the house. However, if eating out is a really big staple in your lifestyle, we have to consider how you approach these meals because those meals aren't just celebrations. They're actually a habit for you. So I often tell clients, if you are really trying to dial in your nutrition, think about why you're going out to eat. If you're ordering a lot of takeout, for instance, because it's easy, it's quick, it's the end of the day, you don't want to cook, I would say we need to set some goals around how you're going to make most of your meals at home and use eating out or takeout as a filler and something fun as part of your routine. That way we can be a little bit more accurate and disciplined with dialing in your nutrition and knowing really what you're putting into your body. 
On the converse, if it's more of a social situation, why you're eating out very often, that's where we really have to understand, okay, what are the meals that are going to be more fun? We're going with what we want in the moment versus what are those meals that we're going to really try to be disciplined? We're trying to get what we need on our plate because just because you're going out to eat doesn't mean you're automatically off track. I've had clients literally travel two, three weeks every month and still lose weight because they're prioritizing these tips and tricks. So you just have to understand why you're going out to eat because it's really going to frame how disciplined or how flexible and fun you're going to want to be with your approach at these meals. The second thing to really consider is the portion sizes at restaurants, right? Many of us know Cheesecake Factory, especially if you're over here in the States, and they are known for their big motherfucking portions. Like they are huge. And I say that not in a way that's bad. I'm saying like you literally could get two or three meals out of some of their portion sizes. But then other restaurants, especially I'm thinking of my clients that like to go to fancy restaurants and big celebrations and things in between, where some portions can be really small at restaurants and you're leaving kind of hungry. So that's where so much of what I teach in general is all about calorie awareness, learning portion sizes, understanding what your body needs, what are the portion sizes you need to hit your calories and hit your nutritional requirements like protein for results. That being said, you can't get to this point without a solid foundation of tracking. So what I often recommend, which aligns with many women when they begin their weight loss journey, is really being disciplined with tracking your food, especially at the beginning of your journey. That way we can be really honest, especially harnessing the initial motivation that you have on your journey, but really try to dial in what are those portion sizes you're having. And in fact, I recommend you do this even more at home than out to eat, because when you go out to eat, if you have no context of what certain portion sizes are to begin with, it's going to be really, really hard to track those foods out to eat. And in that situation, if you're not very confident with portion sizes, the biggest tip I always give clients is using tracking for awareness, not precision, right? Of course, we want precision. Of course, we want to know the amount of calories you're having in your meals because we want to understand your calorie averages weekly. We want to know what you had on each day, what your portion sizes were. Of course, it's important, girlfriend, but that's not the conversation here. When you are beginning going out to eat on your weight loss journey and you're trying to track and this is all new and overwhelming for you. Go into it with the intention of, I just want to record what I had in this moment. And that in and of itself, research shows that we can actually reduce our intake just because we're being more mindful more than we would ever be at another restaurant or another dining situation if we weren't tracking. But more than that, it's just about understanding a rough idea of what you ate and how it plays into your food logs. You don't have to be perfect. And in fact, with restaurant eating, I care much more about mindfulness and how much you're eating and going into the meal really well prepared. So really in these moments, it's so important to focus on just tracking for awareness and not for precision, especially if you're new or on your journey. But of course, as you progress on your journey and you're considering really staying on track at these meals, you're going to be able to track those foods. So we have a really great idea of, okay, what you roughly eat at the restaurant. And that way we can look back on our food logs and know, Hey, these are around the portion sizes. So this is a really damn good estimate. If I'm thinking about what I had at that meal. So now that you babes know my thoughts on restaurant eating and how you don't have to be perfect, it's about having the awareness. Of course, we want more of your meals at home, but these meals can be sprinkled in when you find that hot girl balance. We have to talk about how to approach ordering at restaurants. So the first thing I always share with my clients is first choosing, do you want to track 
or do you not want to track? In fact, I have a whole 10 minute talk inside of my membership program on this topic, especially when you're traveling. And as a whole big section as part of step three of my framework, which is all about fun foods and fitting it in, because there are going to be meals and situations, especially if you're not going out often, where you can harness that control, take the control, girlfriend, take your eating out by the reins and decide if you want to track, or maybe this will be a meal we'll dial back with it on. Now, don't get it twisted. You don't get a gold star for tracking your calories. You get a gold star and, well, really weight loss, girlfriend, when you hit the right nutritional requirements and your habits are in check and you're seeing those results. The results are really the gold star, if that makes sense. But even with that in mind, I never want you babes thinking that not tracking your food is an excuse not to give a fuck about what you're eating. And the reality is the more you track, the more we have the awareness of what you're eating. So we want to be really picky and choosy on our weight loss journey when we're using calorie tracking as an approach to understand when it's worth it for us to track and when it isn't. And it's not black and white and it's only a decision you can make, but it also depends on what part and what phase of your journey you are on. In addition to answering the question, if you should track or if you shouldn't track, we also have to really ask the question at this meal, do I want to be on track Or have a more fun and flexible and balanced, but maybe a little bit less balanced meal. And there's a spectrum to this. I think the gold standard is having a meal out at a restaurant that is similar to a weight loss, healthy, balanced plate meal following the TSN method that you'd have at home. Maybe half your plate is veggies. You're getting 20 to 30 grams of protein. You're getting really nourishing carbs that pack fiber. You're skipping the appetizer. You're skipping the dessert. You're skipping the alcohol. Like you're literally eating most likely how you're eating at home in that very controlled environment. Then there's a spectrum to this. Maybe you don't want to have full-blown fun. Maybe you still really want to have that balance, a hawker balance in the back of your brain. Maybe you're hitting that 20 to 30 grams of protein, but maybe instead of a more nourishing carb at home, you're having pizza as your carb, or you're having some other fun carb. Maybe you're having a little bit of bread on the table too. And bread is not a fun carb, ladies, but you might not have bread as an appetizer when you're eating at home. And you babes get the picture. Like this meal might be a little bit more fun, even though it's balanced, but it still is doing a pretty damn good job of hitting your nutritional requirements. And then we have the spectrum and the phase rather of you wanting more fun. Maybe it's you just focusing on the calories in that meal. And maybe you're not hitting the protein when you're tracking that and you see your macro breakdown, but maybe you're just hitting your calories Or maybe even going a step further, ladies, you're not hitting your calories. You're going over your calories and you know this day is going to be over your calorie budget for weight loss. And that's okay. You have to get your mindset into maintenance mode. There is such a spectrum. And the biggest issues with eating out are this. One, a lack of awareness around what your choices are and how they impact your goals. And two, when what you do and the expectations of how you want to eat don't match, what your actual plan is. And that's why planning before you get to the fucking restaurant, look at the menu. You don't have to look at the menu ahead of time, but you have to plan what your intention is going into the meal and you have to commit to it. You have to commit to it. If you want a fun meal, don't harbor resentment towards yourself the whole fucking meal because you've thought, oh my God, I really feel guilty. I should be caring more about my goals. Guess what? 
Enjoy the day. Enjoy the meal. And make your next meal, the next fucking day count. Go back to those normal habits when you're not in the restaurant and enjoying your fun meal. But when our goals and intentions don't align, that's where this disconnect happens. That's when you feel bad. You're not mad about your progress. You're mad that you let yourself down. You feel like you should have done a better job. When in reality, if your goals actually matched what you wanted to do in that meal, you would realize how this can actually fit in and you'd feel a lot better actually enjoying yourself on the journey. Because the truth is, in case you have forgotten, or maybe this is the first time you're coming to the TSN podcast, ladies, the truth is one meal in one day does not make or break your progress. If you're not where you want to be, It isn't because of that meal you had out at the restaurant last week. It's because of the consistent meals and the consistent habits you have around not just restaurant eating, but your overall habits and your overall meals. Most of our meals should be on track if we are committed to weight loss. Most of our meals, we need to prioritize getting what we need in there, hitting our fucking calories, hitting our protein, and also the outside stuff like mindset and movement. But the moment we don't remember what our goals are and in the moments we are having fun, we think so heavily about our goals and we can't even enjoy them, we're causing ourselves this pressure to be perfect all the damn time. And so we're never actually going to enjoy ourselves on this weight loss journey and realize this balance that you can have as you work towards your goals. Okay, so now that we got that hot girl real talk, sort of like a TED talk on restaurant eating out of the way, I want to dive into some of the more tangible hot girl questions that I often get about eating out and staying on track because truthfully, one of the biggest things I see my clients struggle with is not just learning how to fit in fun, but also prioritizing discipline with themselves. And I think this context will kind of help you. So as a dietitian, I truly, truly believe fun can fit. However, when I am working towards a goal, you have to go all in. And I think sometimes when people are going out to eat and they know fun can fit in, it almost can become a backhanded toxic situation. And what I really mean by this is once you learn fun can fit, you can go overboard with it. And that's when you're like, oh, but I'm hitting my calories when I'm out to eat. And yes, you might be hitting your calories on paper, but was that the best choice for you? Was that something that's going to align with your goals? And then what happens is you go out to eat, you're having all these fun foods and you're like, but like it fits my calories, but then you're forgetting that maybe you weren't hitting your macros and your protein, or maybe you weren't tracking all your meals and that's really impacting what we see as your weekly averages. So if you're in the place where you want to be more disciplined, but you also want to find that fun balance with rest restaurant eating, this section of the podcast is absolutely for you. Kicking it off first, I want to go through a question that I get actually in my DMs a lot, which is around what foods I recommend when going out to eat. And of course, this is not going to be an all-encompassing list. God, like we'd be here for days. I love a lot of different cuisines and foods, um, but I want to just give you guys some of the things that I often order um, when I'm out to eat, because truthfully, I want to get you all to the place where there isn't so much of a delineation between fun and like super indulging and being so disciplined on track, like you guys have been conditioned through dieting. I think it really occurs on a spectrum, but honestly, I want you all to get to the place that I am at, which feels so amazing and beautiful. And I want every woman to feel this way where you're choosing healthy foods and you're choosing to fuel your body in a certain way because you fucking are obsessed with the way it makes you feel and look like so much of healthy eating and the issue with restaurant eating in particular, I think is you feeling like you're depriving yourself during the week. So then when you are going to a restaurant, like you, you have to eat something bad or have to eat something quote unquote bad for you. 
it's having this pressure of feeling like you have to eat something quote unquote bad for you when in reality, that's not how weight loss works. And that's not how any diet should work. It should be a way of eating that works for you most days. And sometimes you might have a little bit more flexibility and fun, but other days you're dying let in. So truthfully, when I'm ordering at a restaurant, I'm always going into every meal, even as I maintain my 20 pound weight loss ladies and even work towards new aesthetic goals that I have. Every time I go in for a meal, I think about my balance plate. No, that isn't just a fat loss phase. I'm trying to shed weight TSN thing. That's a habit. So I personally choose my food around what is on the plate. Very rarely will I ever order something without a significant source of protein in it. The one exception for me is veggie burgers. I love me a little veggie burger situation, especially when it's homemade. But I know that day in my other meals, I absolutely have to make up for my protein intake for me to hit my targets. That being said, though, if it's something's really worth it, you're going to understand and begin to learn your body and cues when something is just so fucking worth it to you. But on the converse, it's not every time. It's being strategic. And there are some times where, of course, I want the veggie burger. It's not me depriving myself of it, but it's me putting my overall goals and also how I want to feel. I don't feel my best, especially when I don't hit my protein targets. I get way more hungry. I get way more unsatisfied. So I prioritize what my body needs. And so at those meals, Oftentimes I look on the menu, especially at like American restaurants for any grain or salad. Now, not all salads are my favorite, especially I love to go for salads that have a lot going on with it. It's not just like some fucking iceberg lettuce situation. Like I want some green, I want some color, I want some variety, little things like getting the dressing on the side. I know people do, but truthfully, I'm not like overly worried about the dressing, overly more concerned with what are the main components of the salad? Like we obsess over the dressing, but real talk, like what's on the salad? Like, are we getting protein? Is or any sort of grain on there. When they have things like farro and quinoa, I love that on salads because you're getting in a really healthy grain there. Because oftentimes too, what happens is people will like order salads at a restaurant, but say there's no protein or no significant source of fiber in the form of carbohydrate, you're not going to get satisfied in full. And so that's where literally the basics of the balance plate, like guys, when I say I live my life this way, every meal, I'm looking at that balance plate when I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, okay, is there a veggie? Is there a carb? Is there a protein? When the food comes out, then I'll worry about portion size and if I'm actually going to finish my plate or maybe I'm going to take some home or maybe I'm going to give some of my fries to my husband because I really don't need that much depending on what my goals are and what my intentions are with the meal. But the number one thing that you guys need to do is first focus on that balanced plate when you are trying to order. Don't get all discombobulated and obsessive over is there dressing and the fried versus not fried. Like, yes, that can be important. But first, make sure those components are on the balance plate when you are choosing those options. Then from there, if it isn't an option and it isn't hitting that balance plate, what are realistic modifications that you can add? Some of the easiest ones I often talk about is like a burger, right? Of course, sometimes I just want the freaking burger and fries. But what you can also do is say, okay, well, if the bun's not worth it for me and the fries are, maybe that's the swap you're making. Or maybe what you're doing is you're getting a salad on the side instead of the fries, and then you're having the burger. And then if you're like me, you often have like a few bites of your husband's damn fries. Um, but sometimes maybe you're, you're really just not wanting them, right? It just depends on your intention with the meal. 
And also what you can do too is make some of these modifications and say there is something that's worth it for you, but you don't want a full portion of it because you don't need an extra 300 calories through fries that are fried and just not something that's super aligned with your goals right now. Then your meal is going to satisfy you. Say you're splitting it with a friend or like it's an appetizer and it's all about the context, right? It's less than what you would have if you got it yourself. And it's really all these small tweaks that can really add up as you're pursuing weight loss eating out, right? We're not talking about maintenance. We're really talking about fat loss and you guys trying to lose weight and try to save calories at your meals while out to eat. So these are some really easy things that you can start doing today. I also think something we have to talk about is not just the meal, it's everything else outside of the meal. And I literally say this to clients all the time inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body. And it's really not the meal out to eat that oftentimes is the struggle and the problem. Of course, there are restaurants where some of the meals are like 1,000, 1,200 calories. Like, of course, that is a lot for most women who are trying to lose weight for one meal. But that's not my point here. My point is the appetizers. Any sort of add-on to your meal and upgrade, the dessert, and of course, alcohol. These are the things that are that tipping point for going over. Now, first things first, if you know you're going out to eat, for many advanced babes, strategies I often use with my clients could be altering some of their meals earlier in the day, not to be restrictive, not to say, oh, you can't have carbs because you're going out to dinner later. That's not the vibe we have over here, but it's about understanding how we can kind of pick and choose to help us hit our nutrition, especially if we are eating more at dinner. But the truth is I don't want you pre-planning a 1500 calorie binge at dinner and cutting out all this food earlier in the day. That's where these concepts can become toxic and not really what they were intended to do. As a dietitian, I want your eating habits to be consistent whether or not you're going out to eat. But obviously, if you're more advanced, you can make your breakfast a little bit higher in protein to compensate for maybe a little bit less protein that you're having out to dinner with where you're going at. So it's these small things of awareness that can be helpful when planning. But ultimately, I'm a big believer in picking and choosing, right? There are meals where for me, absolutely, I want to have fun with alcohol. In fact, my husband and I are planning on going out for a little celebration dinner and in a few weeks, um, hopefully in the next weekend or so. And we want to go to a really nice restaurant. We didn't want to do it during the week. And we were like, no, let's do it on the weekends. We can indulge and have like really good food and like have it just be something so special because we don't get a lot of time together because we're both so, so busy. So in that situation, of course, that meal is probably going to look different than like our usual one night a week takeout that we sometimes get. However, you have to know the context, right? And for me, like I pick and choose, like very rarely do I get an appetizer, multiple drinks, dessert, and a meal, especially if I'm trying to lose weight, of course, in maintenance and, you know, throughout life, some of these times can fit in, but at most meals, when we can really pick and choose what we want, it's going to take discipline. It might take a little bit of sacrifice, but it's going to help you ultimately get to where you want to be. And I think what's helpful too, is not saying none of these things can fit but it's picking and choosing which ones are going to be worth it for you. If I'm out with my girlfriends and they're drinking, oftentimes alcohol is worth it for me. If I'm really not in the mood to drink and that's just not my vibe right now, maybe I'm saying, hey, like I might go for something a little bit more fun on the menu because I have a little bit more calorie money to put towards that that I would have went towards alcohol. It's about picking and choosing. I also think setting limits around these items and intentions are important, right? So it's not just you saying, I'm going to limit all these foods. It's about, okay, what is my game plan? Right now, I would love to not so much have an appetizer, really stick to my meal, stick to water for my drink, and then maybe I'm having one glass of wine. And it's having these intentions, being okay with knowing, hey, if I really have the desire for this to change, 
I'm okay with it. I will let it happen. I will not beat myself up. But sometimes it does take a little bit of discipline to say, I don't need this right now. It's literally only something I want because it's in front of me. And if I don't have it, what is going to happen? If you're going to binge and you're going to just explode, of course, have the fucking thing. But for most women, I really find going in with an intention, you actually realize what you want and don't want. And oftentimes we're wanting foods just because it's in front of you and it's not something you actually want. But ultimately, you don't have to eat what's on the table. Of course, you can. Of course, we can make it fit. But I don't want you eating food just because it's in front of you, just because a table full of six girlfriends decided to order flatbread pizzas before their big fucking meal. Guess what? You don't have to have that if you don't want it. And if you do want to have it, what if you had the portion size that fits your goals, that fits what you want, right? And if you do have it, just know that you might go over your calories if you did not plan for it. So don't cry the next day about the scale going up. Don't cry this week if maybe it's a little bit more of a maintenance week and you had a very high sodium night. It's all about setting your intention and knowing with how you execute it is going to dictate the result on the scale. Of course, there's outliers, but you have to be real with yourself instead of trying to shame yourself for if you don't follow the plan. And of course, on this topic, ladies, we have to talk about cheat. Now, real talk, I never say the word cheat. This whole episode, I never said cheat meal, have a cheat meal, cheat on your diet. We don't cheat on our diet at TSN. We don't cheat on the way that we eat and live our lifestyle. We have fun. We may indulge. We may eat foods that are different than what we normally have. Heck, I hope you do if you're going on an exotic vacation, living it up, and you're trying new things that you can only get in special places. I hope you do that. But that's not cheating. That's living. That's being fun and flexible with food. And if your diet doesn't allow for that, remember, your diet is not a diet plan. TSN is not a diet plan. It's learning how to eat. It's learning what's in your food. It's learning your patterns and behaviors so you can start making more habits, decisions, and behaviors aligned with where you want to be. There's no failing. There's no failing this period. It's about understanding if what you're doing is aligned with where you want to go. And if it isn't, what are the small tweaks, swaps, and maybe sacrifices that have to be aligned better for where you want to go? Put it that way, there is no cheating. Having a slice of pizza is not cheating on your diet. Eating over your calorie budget is not cheating. It's a decision that might be less aligned with your overall plan, but it's not cheating. It's not inherently getting off track. And this is for a few different reasons. One, your daily calorie budget is a range. And if you go over it one day, you can still be in that weekly range for weight loss with all of your next meals, which is why we have the mantra, make your next meal count. That's point number one. Point number two is you can even be in your calorie budget at a very healthy nourishing meal out, but say there's more sodium. Say you're eating different types of foods that all impacts your metabolism and digestion. And so that can lead to weight fluctuations regardless of if you go out to eat. But that's why you can't look at your scale weight the next day after going out to eat and be like, oh, yep, eating out destroyed all my progress. You don't gain one, two, three, four, five pounds in a day. You can't lose one, two, three, four, five pounds of fat in a day, and you can't gain that back in a day. That's a weight fluctuation. The trends over time tell us the real direction. And you can have a day where you literally go full-blown over your range. I'm not endorsing this, encouraging you to do it. But that doesn't mean your progress isn't there. It can't undo months' worth of progress in a day. It can feel like it, but it's not physiologically happening. You can't gain that much weight in a day. 
That being said, though, the bigger issue is this word cheat. And if you're feeling like going out to eat is one big cheat, we have to ask the hard-hitting questions. Why is eating out so triggering? What caused us to feel this way? What about our upbringing or how our parents and especially maybe our mom taught us how to eat? What about the way we view food makes us feel like eating out is so toxic and bad for us? And oftentimes, is it not the eating out, but is it our decisions and why we behave a certain way when we eat out? I want eating out to fit. And honestly, a really good reflection journaling prompt that I have a lot of my clients do is think of that sexiest, hottest, fittest, most version of yourself. Think about her life and how happy she is. And I want you to journal through what it would look like for her to live her best life and go out to eat and how she approaches food, how she feels around food, what types of foods that she eats and how she fits in fun, like journal and like think of yourself in that future tense. And that version is what we're working towards. So we oftentimes have to fit in these fun foods and we have to recognize that eating out is definitely fun. Eating out can make weight loss harder at times, but what would it look like for eating out to fit into your weight loss goals? What would have to happen? What would you have to prioritize? What would be some swaps that maybe you'd have to make and that you'd have to initiate discipline for, for a shorter, more condensed period of time as you're working towards your aesthetic goals? This isn't forever. Maybe you're not eating out as much as you're losing weight. I find that incredibly helpful for me. And I'm being really picky and choosy with when I eat out. Where in maintenance, you can have a lot more flexibility with it, right? And each week may differ. Each month may differ on your weight loss journey, right? As you're really pursuing this long-term. But you have to really get to the root of why you feel like this is such a big cheat. And is it the foods that you're eating or really how much you're eating because you're so fucking scared to eat out in the first place? 